1: Keith McPherson on the fan. This is not a five-hour KM to AM. This is just a quick KM to 2 AM. A little late-night sports talk on the fan. Come on in. Step right up. Have a seat. Welcome to my little sports desk. We're going to talk about the sports in New York and beyond. NBA, NFL, NFL. MLB, NHL, you call me up. Tell me what's on your mind. Taking your calls at 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson on the fan, your nighttime host. Coming off another Brooklyn Nets win. The Nets win. That's 10 in a row. Let's go. You can run from it. You can try to deny it. You can sugarcoat it or say whatever you want about it. But the Brooklyn Nets are here, baby. Nets world. Year 10. Ten in a row for your Brooklyn Nets. Stand on that. 23-12. and The fourth best record in the league. Stand on that. Your superstars playing like superstars in a league where you need superstars. Stand on that. Tell a friend to tell a friend. The Nets have figured it out under Jacques Vaughn. Brooklyn! They're shook. That's a league best win streak at 10 in a row. Best in show. The Nets go down to Atlanta and they beat the Hawks without Trey Young. They avoid the trap game. They win 108-107. They hold off DeJounte Murray and those boys. Those guys wanted... Knock the Nets off. They wanted to be the team that end the win streak. But no, the Nets are 14-3 and in clutch games. They have elite closers. Kyrie Irving on the mic right now in the (laughs) postgame. He's king of the fourth. They said DeMar DeRozan was king of the fourth. No, Kyrie is powering up to be king of the fourth. Mamba mentality late. He's a closer. He leads the league in fourth quarter points. He puts on a show. He's efficient, just like his man KD. KD was about to mess around and have a triple-double. The Brooklyn Nets have a cast of characters now that fit more than the cast of characters they've had in the past, and they've had plenty of characters in Brooklyn over the years. This is different, though. The Nets gambled on a few guys, and they started to hit. If you listened to me last night, I said it's time to start paying attention to the Brooklyn Nets. It's time to start looking at them as a basketball team. Not just following the negative headlines. Not just following the nonsense, the non-basketball related stuff when it's time to talk about a team right here in our city. That has the talent. And now has a coach. And they look locked in. They look focused. Like a team that could potentially end the championship drought here in New York. It's okay to dream Nets fans. Now, I know Nets fans are also pessimistic. There's, there's no Nets fans, right? There, nobody cares about the Nets. Nah, Nets fans are multiplying. That's what you don't realize. Some of you guys are too old to realize that after 10 years, the kids that chose the Nets 10 years ago have grown up. So some of them don't know all of the hurt that the New Jersey Nets fans have carried into Brooklyn, and that's fine. These Nets can get it done. Pray for health. I'm a Nets fan, and I'm watching them night after night, and I'm just encouraged by what I see. Defense, rebounding, assists, passing the ball, multiple guys that can score, a coach that knows the game and will affect the game, will call timeout when it's needed. It's refreshing. After watching Steve Nash not know when to call a timeout or not call a timeout at all, it's refreshing to see the 7-11 era actually look like what it was supposed to look like. It took three, four years, but here we are. The leading story tonight is that your Brooklyn Nets have won 10 in a row. Now, other stories, of course, we're going to talk about Carlos Correa. No, we're not. There's nothing to talk about. TikTok. We're waiting. Somebody call me up when you get the update on Scott Boris, Steve Cohen, the New York Mets, and Carlos Correa. I don't care anymore. They're on holiday. Happy holidays to you as we are in this holidays, Wednesday night into Thursday, the holiday season, just trying to get to the next holiday weekend. Next topic of conversation is Derek Carr. What's up? What's going on over there? (laughs) I know the Jets fans are on it. I read a couple articles. It's like the story changes. Started off first, he was benched for Jared Stidham. It's like nobody should be benched for Jared Stidham. Patriots didn't even want him. They don't have a quarterback over there. But then we find out Derek Carr is stepping away. He didn't come to practice. Devontae Adams spoke out. What's up with that? He's under contract. The Raiders are done with him. Are they trying to trade him? Is he going to be cut? What's going on? Jets fans, call me up if you think that's your guy for 2023. Call me up if you think he's better than Mike White. Definitely better than Zach Wilson. What's up with Zach Wilson and Russell Wilson both losing the locker room, pissing guys off, having miserable seasons? Shannon Sharp came out today. He said, Russell Wilson wants to be famous more than he wants to be a good football player. The players inside that locker room don't like him. He has not earned their respect. He thinks he's better than they are. And they sense it. This guy's got his own office and a parking spot at the facility. Like he's the owner? Good grief. He came in there signed a big money deal before he really did anything. Broncos country is not riding for Russell, but we're not riding for Zach Wilson here. I think the Zach Wilson conversation is done. It's Mike White time. Again. Can he do it? We don't know. Two games. Jets fans, call me up, tell you how you're feeling. I mean, we talked about it last night. I think a lot of Jets fans assume that Mike White is just going to go... Going these games, and it's, it's going to look a lot better, and he's going to win them, but there's other guys on the other side. I did see that the uh, Seattle Seahawks didn't have a lot of guys practicing. They got a lot of guys banged up. We'll see what happens. Mike White is my kind of guy. He's a baseball guy. Nick, cue up the uh, quote from Mike White today. The Jets were interviewing Mike White, and he was telling stories. He was holding court. I mean, they love Mike White. That's Mike White is is the guy. When you got to deal with Zach Wilson, anything Mike White does is, is great. So if you're a baseball guy and a Jets fan, if you're a baseball guy and a Mike White fan, listen to what Mike White had to tell the media. Quite a story. I know you played a, a lot of baseball, obviously, growing up. Were you ever in that situation? Do you have a walk-off under the under the belt of clutch situation for you? I do. It was – we were, like, 10 years old. I won't forget it because it was on my dad's <laughs> birthday. It was 10 years old. It wasn't bases loaded, but it was – Man, on first and second, one out, we were down by one, and it was my first ever home run in a game, like an actual game. I hit it dead center, I'll never forget. Like, I hit it so pure that I didn't even hear it hit the bat. It was in St. Augustine, Florida, on my dad's birthday. And as I was, my dad was our coach, his third base coach. As I'm rounding third base, I said, hey, happy birthday, or something like that. And it was, it was. I still have the, my dad still has the ball, yeah. Sunday some good memories Sunday. right there. You can't top that. that. You can't. You can't <laughs> top that. Is
0: Sunday mom's birthday? Or no, mom's <laughs> birthday
1: no, or unfortunately mom. not. I might need to find some distant relative. <laughs> That's, it's their birthday just to see if I can get that luck. <laughs> well, a nice little wholesome story for the Jets fan base. They're going to love you, Mike White, until you lose. They're going to love you, Mike White, until the season's over. You have to win. Save us, Mike White. You're our only hope, the great white hope. Come on, Mike White. Other than that, man, in the NFL, uh, we got to queue up Doug Peterson. I thought this was hilarious. Big cap, why you always lying? They asked Doug Peterson about these, like, end-of-the-season games, these meaningless games and resting players. Hit it, Nick. Is it all meaningless? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not at
0: all. There's
1: never a meaningless game. Never, ever, ever, ever. Um, you play You play to win every game. Um and, and um, you know, the only way I rest players is if they're hurt and, and can't go. Captain America, Big Cap, don't you guys remember him benching Jalen Hurts for Nate Sudfield? The Giants fans were dying for that game, that one Eagles game. Come on, we need a win to get us in, and that's kind of where we are now. We are hoping other teams get business done for us. The Giants can handle business this weekend. Win and you're in. That should be a party at MetLife. That should be a New Year's Day kickoff 2023 and celebrate the Joe Shane and Brian Dayball era year one, getting back to the playoffs, erasing the drought since the infamous Odell Beckham boat party. And last but not least, we got a clip from the malice in the palace part two. The NBA is wild. Killian Hayes attacked Mo Wagner. If you haven't seen the uh, fight that happened at Little Caesars Palace, Little Caesar's Pizza Arena in Detroit. Uh, It's not funny, but this was a funny part of it. Listen to this announcer.
0: The moment you move, you're going to jail.
1: I mean, uh, (laughs) he was ready. Malice in the Palace. I don't know if you've seen that documentary. He was just trying to play his part. Do not move. As soon as you move, you're going to jail. Do not go down there and swing on anybody. Luckily, Ron Artest was not in the building. Keith McPherson in the building. KM till 2 a.m. We're going to talk about sports, folks. Call me up, 877-337-6666. Got a bunch more to talk about, but we got to take another quick break. And I'll be right back after this.